Welcome to what I'm going to call Quick Tip Tuesday. This is going to be something fun, and I'm going to need your help to continue this type of episode. I'm going to tell you a little bit how to help me out, but today I have a question coming here from a reader, from Bree, and I'm going to read you the question, and I'm going to tell you how I respond. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Welcome to episode six, and I hope this can become something that is weekly we can do. What I want you to do is I want you to think about what is a homeschool question that you have, whether it has to do with homemaking or motherhood, parenting, or specifically homeschool, or just overall anything that has to do with the homeschool lifestyle. I want you to email it to me, lee at littlebylittlehomeschool.com. And that is spelled lee, L-E-I-G-H at littlebylittlehomeschool.com. I want you to include your question. Just give me your first name and your state. And if you live outside the United States, just include your country instead of your state. So again, you can email me, lee, L-E-I-G-H, at littlebylittlehomeschool.com. I know sometimes people spell my name wrong and pronounce it wrong, and I am 46 years old, and I'm pretty much used to it. People usually apologize. Don't ever feel like you have to apologize for misspelling my name. If you misspell it in the email, that might be a little bit awkward. It'll be back. It'll be sent back to you. But I've kind of lived my whole entire life you know, well, obviously I've lived my whole entire life with this name and I've heard it all. I've heard all kinds of different renditions of it and different spellings. And I basically just answer it. And my last name is not easy either. I know. So we pronounce it Nguyen. Previously to getting married, my maiden name wasn't very difficult, but most people had a difficult time with it. And so I felt frustrated and (laughs) I said to myself, someday I'm going to marry somebody with an easy last name. And too bad this good looking guy entered my life when I was 22 and didn't think to ask him his name until I was too smitten. (laughs) Okay, that's completely off off track for the question. But what I'm going to do is on Tuesdays, and I need your help in order to continue this, send me an email with your question. I'm going to read your question and then I'm going to respond to it. So today the question comes from Bree in Illinois. And she says, I live in a state with very little homeschool guidelines. How do I know I'm doing enough on the extra stuff? Stuff like art, music, P.E., The things that don't have a package curriculum. I'm good with the main subjects, but finding it hard to know how to weave those other things in or even what my kids should be learning. They're currently eight and five, so second grade and preschool. So what's the best way to approach these subjects? Bree, that is a really, really good question and one that I was excited to answer. Let's start off with the question of what is enough. When it comes to homeschool, guess what? Mama, you get to decide. You decide what is enough. Homeschool law is not the public school law. The public school law has pretty strict regulations. Even when it comes to art or PE or music, it is written out in detail. So for example, music, they would say in certain grades. So I don't even know what grade is. Say third grade. They need to know how to how, what a whole note is, what a quarter note is. They need to learn how to play maybe a certain instrument. There are 
details upon details. If you look at the outline of it, there's Roman numerals, capital letters, numbers, lowercase uh, letters, all kinds of details. And that is fine for them. When it comes to homeschool and you look at the regulation, you're like, okay, it doesn't even really say anything. And some states are more strict than others. I live in a pretty strict state and it still doesn't tell me exactly what I have to do for those different subjects. Because guess what? That's the freedom of homeschooling, mama. You get to decide. You decide what is enough. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of break it down per subject. I'm going to give you some ideas uh, overall, but then... I'm going to kind of just shoot it to you straight here and kind of give you some ideas and tell you how that worked in my homeschool. Before we start, this is not legal advice. I am not a lawyer. I think we all know that. I just want you to realize that I'm just coming at you here from my heart and what has worked for us and some different ideas I have seen for people. You ultimately are legally responsible for the education of your child. So you need to determine what is best and going to meet the different regulations and uh, the ideas that you have for homeschool. So again, let's recap and just say what is enough. You decide what is enough. Let's dive first into some ideas. Really just want to kind of get you brainstorming. And again, I apologize for my nasally voice and hopefully my breathiness is not too much. <laughs> trying to get out enough air here and uh, get all these words out here without too many, too many breaks for myself to catch my breath. Okay. Here are a couple different options. One that we are probably all very familiar with because most of us have been through the public school system or private school system is that you do um, one subject. So art you might do once a week. Another option would be to do some type of block system and say we're going to concentrate on art here for these three months and we are going to do art a couple days a week. And then after those three months, we're going to concentrate on music. Understand also that most regulations, even states that are highly regulatory, do not tell you that you have to do music and art and PE maybe every single year. Some of those they might say, but you really have to dig into your uh, state regulations, which as an aside, I highly recommend you read your specific state's law, not just an interpretation of it. There are some great interpretations of it, but you are legally responsible for meeting those. So you need to know exactly what the law says. So a couple of options, you can do it once a week. We have enjoyed doing things like that on Fridays. We've done uh, when we've done like a five day school week. On Friday, we'll do art and do, do some reading. Just do a lower kind of day, less kind of stuff to do, and fill it in with those types of different activities. Uh, you could even just do an art day here or there. Again, you get to decide. What are you comfortable with? Are you Do you love art and you want to do art most every single day? Go for it. Are you not super comfortable with art and you're like, I'd rather just do a full art day, get all of the supplies out, and just go straight and just do it all day? and get a lot of our creativity out. Art is also one of those subjects that a lot of us parents feel intimidated by because we don't feel that we are artistic. There is one uh, curriculum, it's called Artistic Pursuits. I will drop a link for that in the show notes. You can go ahead and check it out. I am not artistic. My husband, James, is very artistic. And so he felt that art was important. But during those years when our kids were younger, he was not available to do very much with them. He worked shifts that were not conducive to, well, basically them being awake <laughs> and being able to do art projects. So I knew that art was important and the kids picked up on his desire for art and they really wanted it. And when I came across Artistic Pursuits, it was complete answer to prayer. It told me exactly what supplies I needed. Uh, we would study different uh, historical art pieces and they would recreate it. We had so much fun with art. Art was no longer an intimidating subject for me. All this talk about art, we can talk the same thing about uh, music. How much do you want to be involved in music? Now, some of us are not musical families and that is okay. Music is a harder thing because art, you can kind of fake it as a parent. You can get this great curriculum. When it comes to music, it's a little bit harder. Yes, you can do 
music appreciation, listen to music, talk about it. You can study composers, that kind of thing. But how much do you want to dive into music in your family? If you have a child that is musical and they take music lessons, my daughter took piano lessons for over five years. And guess what? That was her music. Uh, That's what I counted for meeting those regulations. Her teacher taught her theory. She played on her own. That was music. My youngest kiddo takes drum lessons and that's that's his music and we participate in you know church we do worship we do singing so i'm like okay my middle kiddo yeah he's not necessarily the um musical one he can play the radio really well and i figure that we have made up for it in other areas and other subjects of his life that it's okay so understand that the degree that you're going to do each of these subjects with each child could be different If you have a child that's very artistic, wants to do art every single day, go ahead. Don't feel bad that, you know, Sally loves art and she's doing an art project every day and little Johnny's over there, you know, he's not interested in art at all. But, you know, he's had he's had the opportunity. So the great thing about these subjects when it comes to especially art and music is exposing our kids and then letting them take off with it. Let them see how far they want to go in their different artistic pursuits. My daughter loves art. She has taught herself various things. She learned even things like calligraphy. Maybe some people don't consider that art, but there is an art form. She learned how to do lettering. She's taught herself how to watercolor, things beyond. I provided resources and lots of arts and crafts, and she's just gone off with it on her own. When it comes to my middle kiddo, PE and gym and working out and that kind of stuff is something that he really enjoys. I'm like, okay, well, this is where we've made up for the lack of music. I mean, he can go in, he can he can sing, you know, in some worship service. He'll be absolutely fine. But if you ask him about his quarter notes and his half notes and his whole notes, He doesn't necessarily know. And you know what? I have a feeling he's going to be just fine in life. So just understand that each child is going to have their own interests and expose them to these things and let them take off with it. Let's talk a little bit real quick here about when it comes to gym, PE, whatever you want. I mean, most regulations say PE, physical education for it. You can take various approaches. There was a year or two uh, when my kids were younger and we asked our church if we could use their multi-purpose room. And once a month, we got together all the homeschool kids and we played games and there was basketball nets. They just had a really good time. So that's an option. My kids have been involved in Awana. And if they've ever done anything like, I don't know if your Awanas are familiar with, I don't know if all of them do it, but Awana games, they were doing games, some type of physical activity. But when it comes to that, you don't even need to do anything formal. What I write on my, on my forms, what I have to turn into the state is I'll write down hiking. We had a swimming pool and I put down swimming. Uh, They've taken swim lessons, biking. My kids, some of them were into running at different times. P.E. can be a family activity. These past few years in the winter, we go skiing one day a week. I take my kiddos skiing and that's what we do. That's what we do for school all of that time. So for about three months, once a week, we go skiing and they ski for probably five, six hours. And that's our P.E., Just understand that when we look at these different subjects, we come at it often from a mindset of what we're familiar with, with the school system. And we say, okay, they are on day three and they have music on day three and they have art on day five and gym on one day one and day two. That's not how it has to be. You get to decide. If it's a nice day out, go get your bikes out, ride your bikes. That's PE right there for you. We can often get caught up as homeschool parents, like what am I supposed to do? 
Well, what you're supposed to do is what's best for your family. There is nobody that comes out of any type of school system that is an expert in art and music and PE and all these extra classes. Kids are going to take it as far as they are interested in. Like I mentioned, my 17-year-old, not interested in music at all. He, he has a nice voice, but he would rather lift weights. But his older sister, she's not really into the weightlifting, but she got into running and jogging and hiking and biking and swimming and skiing. Well, that's absolutely fine. There is no right or wrong as long as it is right for your family, and right for each individual child. And before I close out, I have been specifically speaking, yes, I've talked about my kids a little bit older as well, but Bree was specifically talking about younger kids. When you do live in a state that has more regulations and it comes to earning, you know, a completion for high school or if your child has their sights set on college, that's going to be a little bit different when it comes to the art and the music and the PE. So just understand that that's a, another topic for another day. We can discuss more so when that comes to high school. But if you have younger kiddos and you're not looking at the high school years right now, make it what you want. Have a good time. Make the art projects, the music projects, the PE, make it something fun that your kids will enjoy, will give them a taste of those different areas and then let them just take off on it on their own. This has been a lot of fun. And if it's something that you enjoy, I'm going to need you to send me your questions about homeschooling, anything that has to do with it. Lee at littlebylittlehomeschool.com. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.